You are listening to Redefining Disability, an adaptive sports podcast brought to you by Move United. I am your host, Sean Butcher, and I have the privilege of serving as the editor of Move United Magazine, the nation's leading adaptive sports publication. Each week, tune in to hear how sports have made it possible for our nation's adaptive athletes, training tips from the best coaches and program leaders, and news on the latest technology, equipment, and trends in the industry. Jennifer Fitzroy is training with the high-performance team at U.S. Rowing and is hoping to make the national team this year. She learned to row at Community Rowing, Inc., a Move United member organization based in Boston, and now serves as the organization's manager of para and military programs. Jen is a graduate of Boston College, a mentor to disabled youth, and a fierce advocate for inclusion and disability rights. So, Jennifer, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. So I thought we would just jump right into uh, the sport of, of rowing. How did you get involved? Um, I was first introduced to rowing when um, I saw uh, a friend compete in an indoor para rowing contest at Community Rowing in Boston. Um, she was a friend who had a similar uh, disability. She had spina bifida um, and she was from Kentucky. I knew her through the Spina Bifida Association and she was in town. And so I um, went over to Community Rowing and they were having um, a para indoor rowing competition. Um, and I saw her compete and I learned about the programs there. Um, and I was really interested in an adaptive sport program that would allow me to like participate um, multiple times a week instead of just one event and and done. Um, so I was excited that there was a sport that I could, you know, regularly participate in. And so I, um, I signed up for an indoor um, uh, rowing class and uh, I did um, an indoor rowing uh, competition uh, several months later, the, um, uh, the crash bees, um, at Boston university. Um, and I, I got out, um, on, on the water a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's what I have found with other folks that I've talked to is that it's a year round sport. I mean, obviously most people think of rowing as a outdoor sport and therefore maybe seasonal, but because of the indoor component, um, it's basically almost a year round sport. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I've I've met people who um who prefer the um uh the erg to uh to being outdoors. Um for for some people who have very high level disabilities, um the erg is like one of the ways that they can uh safely row um and be as independent um as possible. Um, and sometimes the erg is just more accessible. It's easier to, um, access and, um, easier for some people with disabilities to use as, um, as, as a group. And, um, so, so I think that some people, um, you know, gravitate to, um, to indoor rowing as, um, as a sport, uh, in itself. And, um, there are definitely a lot of rowers like myself who, um, are just, you know, like really strong and we like to go with that erg and, um, it, it takes more time to develop the technique and the balance that is required to, um, to excel on the water. That's true. Yeah. And, and so what was it about that first 
indoor rowing competition that you went to as, as a spectator, right? What was it? What was it about that sport that drew you in? I loved the uh, I loved the intensity. Um, I am someone who had regularly worked out, you know, doing cardio on my own and doing a little strength training. Um, and I just loved the way that um, the participants were really pushing themselves and challenging themselves, um, watching other people, um, you know, cheer them on the, um, the sense of community that, that was in that room. Um, and, uh, just the, 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 the challenge and that it was an event and it was, um, it was fun. And, uh, it, it just seemed like a way to, a way to connect and a way to, um, stay healthy and, um, uh, that was what, you know, like made me, uh, made me sign up and want to get involved. So obviously there was a physical fitness component, but physical fitness from, and, and competition all, all in one. So you get your, you get your benefit of, of, you know, endure, you know, going through some physical fitness and, uh, but then you also get to have that competition part. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and for those that may not be familiar with the, the ERG, can you describe what an ERG is? Um, so an ergometer is, um, it's typically a, uh, a sliding seat. Um, you pull on a, um, handle, um, uh, with a chain and, um, that, uh, the, the motion mimics what you would do, um, on, uh, on the water. Um, so you go through those, um, those, those same, uh, movements, um, the drive and, and the recovery and, and the catch, um, it, you, you feel that you feel that resistance, um, and just going through, you know, like the, the motion over and over again, um, helps develop that muscle memory, um, that is, uh, is essential when you're racing on the water. And, uh, and so you talked about those three different components. Can you walk us through those three different components? Like, you know, if you were trying to explain or, 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 or coach, you know, another uh, athlete, um, what is, you know, the drive and the recovery and the catch? Um, so it's a, little it's a little challenging to explain, um, uh, verbally, um, typically someone would, um, uh, have their, have their feet strapped in, um, they would push off, um, with uh their push off with their feet um draw their um core in then draw their arms in um that position would be um the finish um then they would enter into the recovery which is arms out then put their body over um and uh then extend as far as um as far as possible um and that moment is is the catch the moment um, where, uh, both blades are, um, are in the water. Um, and then it's the drive where you are using your arms, um, and core and legs to really like hang, um, on those, on those oars, um, to, uh, propel the boat, um, you know, as you're, as you're going backwards, um, and, uh, then you, you draw your arms in, um, and then you do it all over again. Um, many, many times. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's repetitive. Um, and every, every stroke you have, uh, a, a new chance to, to make, to make the next one, um, better. Um, 
there, there's always something to, to be working on in terms of, um, of, of technique, um, having the, the, the right, you know, like placement of, of the blades, um, uh, getting them into, into the water at the, at the right time, like making sure that you're using the right muscles in, um, in your back, um, making sure that you're, um, uh, adjusting, you know, like the, the, the blades properly feathering them, taking them from, um, that, uh, uh, perpendicular to the parallel position. Um, and, and I think that that's what, um, that's what I love about the sport. Um, I always have something to, uh, to, to be working on. Um, and, uh, it is, it's very much a meditative, um, sport doing that repetition, um, over and over again, it, um, it helps me to leave whatever problems I'm, I'm having, you know, like on, on land, um, and in my life and, uh, just focus on making that, um, that next stroke, um, uh, better, um, when every time that I'm, I'm finished with, uh, with a stroke and you just get lost and, um, you, uh, I've just, I've just fallen in love with, um, with that aspect of the sport. And I guess I never heard it explained as a meditative sport. I like that, um, reference because you don't have time to think about, you know, anything else. Otherwise, you know, you'll mess up that next stroke or, or you could mess up that next stroke if you're not just kind of in that moment. Right. So I I really like that. And it's, it's really been an analogy for me in, um, in life. Um, I think that, you know, like sometimes I can, um, I can make, you know, like a mistake or, or have, you know, like, um, a really hard time with something, but if I, if my mind is focused on what happened in the past, um, and if I, if I'm dwelling on that, I can't be in the present so that, you know, like, and, and work on making the, the future, you know, like better, I have to be in the moment and do the best that I can. I can't be thinking about, you know, like what happened, um, you know, like yesterday and, you know, like what, what I screwed up last week. And so, um, as I'm taking a stroke, I'm focusing on, um, on that stroke and doing the best that I can. If I'm thinking about that last stroke that, um, I completely messed up, um, I'm not going to do well in the, the stroke that I'm taking, um, right now. Um, so it, it really helps you to stay in the present moment and to be mindful. Yeah. So rowing in the present. Yeah. There. We <laughs> and um, and you you so I, did you mention that you like indoor rowing better than outdoor rowing, or do you what what's your preference? Um, I'm 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 heavier, and I was. Um, I'm also like really strong. So, you know, I think that I gravitated towards um, indoor rowing at first um, when I, when I started out, I found being on the water um, uh, very challenging. And, um, you know, once I, I, I struggled with, um, I struggled with balance, um, struggled with finding the you know right type of equipment that would, um, that would work for me. Um, and then, you know, like also, at, um, at that time I, I was going through, you know, like some, uh, some life struggles and, and family issues. And so, um, I, I gave up, you know, like rowing, um, on the water. And so I left, um, 
uh, my program at CRI for, for, for a while, for several years. Um, I came back to it and um, I started out, you know, like in the winter and did really well on, um, on the erg again. And um, when I got back out on, um, on the water, um, I was, you know, like determined this time to, to not give up and to, and to stick with it. And um, I had, um, it definitely didn't come right away. It took a couple of, took a couple of summers for me to really um, get the, Get, get the hang of um of what I was doing and to develop the the sense that I needed to um to really move the boat um and uh I am still you know like I'm still developing that spatial intelligence um it's still you know like not my not my strong point um but um but I'm learning and um, um and I'm doing well. And um, being able to see my my progress from month to month and um, and and year to year has uh, has has kept me going. Um, and so I'm I, I just I love to see that that growth and and development, you know, like in myself. And there there have been you know like so many struggles and, and mistakes, you know, like along the way. Um, but there have been you know like so many um, moments of, you know, a celebration and, and, and pride and gratification. And, um, you know, that's what, uh, that's what keeps me, um, going, you know, like even during, you know, the, the pandemic and, you know, like the, the long, you know, like two hour, 20 K, um, you know, like erg, um, erg sessions. Um, so, so, so yeah, you know, like at, at first, um, at first I liked the erg more, but once I developed the technique that I needed to be out um, on the water, I, I was I was like, yeah, you know, like this is um, this is what you know, like I, I want to do. I, I preferred um, I preferred you know, like being outside, um, and uh, I think that was you know, the moment that I was like, yeah, you know, like um, I'm a rower. I like you know, I like being on the water. I like being able to work on um, on my technique, and you know, like the fact that I have you know, like this like strong base. Um, on, uh, on the erg. And I have like that, that aerobic, um, uh, capacity and that strength is, is really good. Um, but I, I love being out, um, on the water, even in, um, even in the rain and, um, <laughs> in the heat and, uh, the cold, you know, I'm, st- I'm still working on, uh, on that one, but, um, uh, yes, I, uh, I, I think the, you know, that my preferences have, um, uh, have changed and, I know that, you know, like some people, you know, like prefer one, um, one or the other. Um, I think, I think that, you know, like most rowers just like dread, you know, like going inside, you know, like, uh, on the erg for, uh, uh, for winter training. And we have to do that, you know, like up, um, up in the, the Northeast. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think that, you know, like it's, uh, I think it's, it's a, it's a good thing. Um, I think it's, it's helped me, you know, like develop, uh, uh, strength and, um, uh, what I need to, uh, be able to like really push myself out of the water. And I think that's the nice thing about, 
about that sport is because, as you mentioned, you know, if you might struggle with balance issues or equipment issues or have a higher level of disability, the indoor you have indoor rowing options. But if you like being outdoors, you like being on the water, you like being in the you know with the sun coming down and getting you know that that vitamin <laughs> C that we need, we all need, you know, then 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 you you can row outside. So that's really the, the nice benefit of of having a sport that's both indoor and outdoor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, and you talked about um, uh, having spina bifida. So what kind of adaptations are there in this sport? Like how how have you had to uh, adapt, um, you know, pr- uh, particularly with your disability? Um, and how do other how how are other adaptations kind of built into the sport? Uh, sure. Um, so there are um, three main categories in, um, in para rowing. Um, the first is PR1. Um, that is the category for the highest level of impairment. These rowers row with um, a fixed seat, um, so their seat does not slide, um, and their legs and um, uh, chest are strapped in. Um, they row with just their arms and their shoulders. Um, the second um is PR2, which is my category, is also a fixed seat category. Um, So I do not use a sliding seat. um, And uh, I use, but unlike the PR1 athletes, I use my trunk, my core to help me propel the boat, um, as well as my arms and shoulders. So I have that um, that swing that I can use um, and that that, like a hinge in uh, in my hip to help me to propel uh, the boat. The third uh, level is PR3. Um, And PR3 rowers use a sliding seat, um, but they have some level of impairment. Um, PR3 is sometimes divided into subcategories. Um, At the Paralympics and and World Championship level, um, it is really only divided into um, two categories, like a, a category that um, would race in a four and a slightly more impaired category, uh, and a more impaired category that would um, race in a double. Um, but in other competitions, like in indoor rowing, there can be uh, multiple categories for um, for PR3 athletes. So um, it can include um, people with intellectual and development developmental um, uh, disabilities um, and uh, people who row with um, uh, just uh, just one leg, um, people who um, row with, uh, have, have a visual impairment um, and there can be, uh, and people who have, have a short stature. So um, they're in an indoor like competition, like the, um, the crash bees, the U.S. rowing indoor um, uh, rowing competition. Um, there were there were many para categories um, within the um, category of PR three. And and so you said you're in a fixed seat. Is that both for the indoor and outdoor rowing? Yes, um, I use um, the the same seat. It is um, a uh, kind of like rounded seat that cradles um, my hips. Um, and, uh, and, and fits me. Um, and I also have, uh, some adaptations, um, on the boat, uh, that are 
that are unique to me. And I think that every, um, every PR one and PR two fixed seat athlete is, um, is, is different. Um, you know, like as, as far as their, their strength and, and their sensation, um, and, uh, their, their body type. And so, um, we all use, um, different, uh, different types of adaptations so that we can move the boat most effectively. Um, some people, you know, like have, uh, uh, you know, like foam underneath, uh, their knees. Um, uh, some people have, um, you know, like flat setups, um, and, and different types of, uh, uh, you know, like cushions underneath them. Um, I have, uh, legs that, uh, are, um, that have a, have a, have a deformity. Um, and so they, um, ex- they kind of splay, um, like outward and they are, I have different, um, like leg lengths. And, um, one of the coaches, um, who is, um, uh, at the high performance, uh, program at CRI is an engineer. Um, he has a, has a shop, you know, in his, uh, in, in his garage and he, he works, he works with, you know, like wood. And so he's come up with like all of these different adaptations to help me out. And one of them is a specialized like foot plate that is raised on one side and also has, you know, like a little bit of an angle to it so that my feet are, you know, like very secure and, and comfortable. Um, so even though I don't use a sliding seat, um, my, my feet and in legs, um, are just, you know, like very, uh, very solid. And so I can use the, you know, little bit of strength that I have to kind of like brace myself. And that, um, that helps me to, uh, uh, to, to get the boat a little bit, uh, a little bit farther. And, and so in, in season, so let's say, you know, obviously when you're out on the, on the boat, maybe more than, than in, indoors, how often do you get out on the water for your training? Is it you know, twice a week? Is it daily? I mean, what's the kind of the training regimen that you follow uh, in season? Um, so I am, I am extremely lucky being in, um, in the high performance uh, program. I um, am out on the water uh, at least four mornings a week um, during season. And um, I have assigned workouts that um, I do on the days that I don't have coached um, like practices. And I also have a second workout assigned, um, most days that I have, um, coached practices. And so, um, my, my training regimen is, um, essentially, you know, two practices, um, every day. Um, sometimes it will be a workout on the erg or a different type of, um, cardio. Sometimes it will be, um, like strength. Um, and I do like two workouts a day for, um, uh, like six days a week, um, generally. Um, but I, um, I'm, I'm very, I'm very lucky that I, I live somewhere where there, there's a program that I can, um, have that time on, um, on the water with my coach, um, and, uh, and, and work on and work on my technique. Um, I have also, you know, like had the opportunity to go to some training camps, um, and, uh, I've had, uh, been able to get out on the water uh, a little to train, you know, like a little bit more before competitions and, um, uh, and such, uh, but, um, yeah, during, during the spring and, and summer and fall, I'll try to get out on, on that water, you know, like as, as much as possible, the, the more meters that, um, you, uh, uh, you get in, um, the, the more your body is, uh, is, is conditioned and, um, yeah, just, 
want to do everything that we can to um, to go fast. And and obviously when you're in in competition mode, well, you know I know that obviously some people not, some people don't live near a, a, a water source, a, a river, a, a lake, or whatever it might be. Um, so they can, that's where the indoor rowing machines, the ergs come in handy. But but where are some of the the places that you've enjoyed rowing in, in competition? Like where where across the country, uh, particularly here in the U.S., have you enjoyed? And what what are some of the big competitions? Um, so I have been down to um, New Jersey uh, the most for um, for for speed orders and um, for uh, uh, for trials um, with, uh, with, with us rowing. Um, I am heading down to Sarasota next month for, um, for a training camp and for speed orders. Um, so I haven't, um, due to COVID, I haven't been able to, um, to travel all that much because I, I was becoming an elite, um, an elite rower at a time when, um, Travel, you know, wasn't really, wasn't really happening. Um, but, um, I'm, I am fortunate in that I was able to, um, go, um, over to, uh, the, uh, Royal Canadian Henley. Um, and I believe that that was my first year in high performance group in, um, uh, 2019. Um, I was really excited about seeing, um, uh, Niagara Falls for the first time, um, and uh, so we drove over there, um, my teammates and I, for for a little bit when we had a break. Um, I really liked the the waterway there, um, and uh, the people there were, were really nice. It was my first, um, it was my first, you know, like big regatta, seeing all of, um, you know, seeing all of all of the tents and um, and and such, um, and you know, competing at head of the Charles. Um, and, and I mean, it's, it's the river that I row on every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but during, during the actual event, um, the, the crowds, and it's so beautiful that time of year and, and all of the, the tents and, and the excitement, um, it, it's just, it's just, you know, like, uh, contagious. And, um, so rowing the head of the Charles is, is always, is always fun. Um, I, uh, was, um, selected to go to a training camp, um, right before uh covid shut everything down and that was out in um uh, chula vista um at the olympic and paralympic training center um out there and uh it was like in uh i think it was in like uh february of um of 2020 um so it was really fun to go out there and enjoy some warm weather at a time where i would normally be like um you know going at it, you know, like on the erg while the snow was falling outside and, um, yeah, just, just enjoy, you know, like enjoy that sun and get out on a buoyed course, a, you know, like a straight course, um, uh, two times a day and, uh, uh, getting, you know, like that, um, getting some, you know, like really intensive, uh, a training and being, you know, surrounded by the mountains. It was beautiful, like out there with all of the sunshine. Um, so someone who trains, you know, like in, uh, in, in Boston, I, um, I'm quite, you know, like get a little jealous of those rowers who are in uh, California and in Florida, who um, enjoy that, uh, that nice weather year round. <laughs> and, and you mentioned the Charles, of course, and, 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 um, what, what would you consider the ideal, um, environment, you know, obviously flat water or is it a little bit of 
choppy water? I mean, what what is the best environment for for rowing? Oh, I always like the nice, you know, smooth water, um, like a like like glass, and you can see, you know, like the blades um, uh, cut in. Um, yeah, no, no, no wind, just um, <laughs> nice and uh, yeah, n- nice and peaceful. Um, it's when you're when you're out there, you know, like um, alone and you know, you don't have, you don't have a coach, you know, like yelling at you all the time. And, um, you can, uh, just, you know, you can just, you know, like row it's the, the beauty of, um, the beauty of it, the, the stillness and, um, the, the, the movement and, 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 you know, like, and moving the boat forward, um, it can, um, it can just be, uh, uh, be magical. Um, but when you get out there with, and, you know, like it's really windy and it's choppy and then the boat is, you know, like, and the wind is blowing you, um, all over the place. And, um, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to, I'm going to flip. And, you know, you're, you're just, you know, like freaking out and you might be, you know, like with a partner that you don't get, you know, like along with, you know, like very well, there can be, you know, like it can, it, throwing can be, you know, like an absolute, you know, like a nightmare. Um, but pushing through, you know, like those, those moments is what, you know, like builds, um, uh, builds character and, uh, and, uh, it is what, you know, like I, I love about, you know, like the sport, um, cause it's helped me to, uh, um, to have, you know, like so much, uh, uh so much growth. Yeah. Adding that stress, that stress into the, in the environment <laughs> that definitely, definitely can, can be positive or, or, or negative and how you deal with it. It's the, is how you, how you grow. And, and the, the unique thing that, you know, every water and every environment is different, you know, and is probably you have to kind of learn to adapt to even those, those uh, circumstances as well. Jennifer, you mentioned um, obviously being part of U.S. rowing and the high performance team. Uh, what are your expectations in the next, you know, over the next couple of years? Um, I, I, I train at um, the high performance program with, um, uh, athletes who are all on the national team. Most of them went to world championships in, um, uh, 2018 and, um, uh, and 2019. Um, and so I am, I'm hoping to make the national team, uh, this year. Um, I, uh, well, when I first started out on, um, on the water, I had a terrible technique. My blades just weren't getting in the water, um, early enough. I didn't have, you know, like the, the feel, you know, like for the sport. Um, and I, uh, I, I raced, um, I raced someone and I believe that, um, our, the time difference, I came in a, like a minute and 13 uh, seconds after she finished. Um, and that, that was my first year in, in high performance group. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, you know, like it was embarrassing and, um, it was, uh, it, it was tough. Um, but I, I kept, you know, like showing up every day at a, a practice, you know, like on the water and, and, and kept at it. And it eventually, eventually clicked. Um, and so this past, um, this past summer in, uh, 2021, I went to national, uh, championships. I was up against her again. Um, I was, uh, I was leading, we were back and forth, you know, like for, uh, most of, most of the race I was, I, I was leading for a little while and, and she was leading and, um, she 
overtook me at the, um, at the sprint at the very end. Um, I lost by 1.7 seconds. Mm. Um, and so right now, um, I am working on, a uh, making up for, uh, <laughs> those 1.7 seconds so that when, um, I'm up against her in, uh, in the summer, I can, um, uh, go a little bit faster and, uh, perhaps take that spot on, um, on the national team. Um, so, so that is, uh, that, that's my goal, uh, right now. Um, and, uh, that's, that is what, you know, like, uh, keeps me, uh, keeps me going, you know, like on, um, on the erg, um, yes, I, I, I would love, I would love for that to love for that to happen. Um, but, um, for, I mean, like for now I, I work on, you know, like, um, getting my, my splits down on, on, on the erg and, and, you know, and setting, you know, getting PRs on my, um, my two Ks and, and my six Ks. Um, I recently, uh, started receiving, um, uh, direct athlete support from, uh, us rowing. And so that was a really, um, exciting, uh, like step for me and, you know, like being seen as, um, being an, an elite, you know, like athlete, um, and, uh, and qualifying, you know, like with, um, with my 6k time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I went to, I want to make the, the national team and, you know, like perhaps, um, down the road in my Paralympic, uh, boat, um, class for, for PR2, um, I need to have a male partner. Um, the only Paralympic boat for uh, PR2 trunk and arms, uh, rowers is a mixed double. Um, so, you know, down the road, if I can find a male partner and, and train with him, um, you know, maybe I could go to, uh, uh, the, uh, the Paralympics. Um, and yeah, I've had, you know, like some, some injuries and some tough moments, um, along the way and, and, and challenges, but, um, and even if, even if, you know, like it doesn't happen, I'm just like, I'm, I'm so happy that I am, I'm trying and, um, rowing has made such, uh, such a big difference, um, in, uh, in my life and I'm grateful for it. So are you, are you actively recruiting, uh, for a mixed double partner? <laughs> so any, anyone that might be listening, you know, should reach out to you? What? <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. So sometimes I do a little bit of a recruiting. If, if I see, you know, like a, a strong, strong guy who, um, uh, has good, you know, like, uh, trunk and, uh, and arms and, you know, like might not be able to propel a sliding seat. I'll, you know, kind of, kind of evaluate him. <laughs> there you go. See if, see if he wants to, you know, like learn rowing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, now, uh, now and then, um, but yeah, it, it's hard to, um, uh, put together that, uh, that, that type of boat to find someone who's, you know, like at my, um, within my, my classification. Um, so yeah, it, uh, it might happen, but, uh, uh, we'll see. Take it, take it one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time, indeed. Yes. <laughs> and of course, you, you mentioned I would. I I don't want to end without talking about community rowing. One, you know, the member organization of Move United. So, um, talk about your involvement there and and what it means to have a a, a program that uh, you know in your local you know community like that. Um. So I uh was when, when I was in, um, when I started in the, um, high performance group, um, I was, uh, working in, um, a customer service position. And, um, when COVID hit, 
um, I really didn't feel safe in, um, in that environment, you know, like being face to face with people. Um, and, uh, community rowing offered me a job working at their front desk. And, um, so I, I came on to, to their front desk and at first it was, you know, like making sure that people had, um, you know, filled out their, their COVID screen and making sure that everyone was wearing masks and, you know, sanitized their hands and, and things like that. Um, and, uh, then, you know, like, uh, as, as we opened up, uh, more, I had a, a few more, um, like responsibilities. Um, and, uh, this, uh, this past uh, summer, um, they were uh, looking for a, uh, new, um, manager of their para and military programs. And, um, I, I started out in the open, uh, para program at CRI before I went into, um, high performance. And, um, I, uh, there were some, you know, like, uh, great things about my experience and some things, you know, like that, um, that I wanted to change. I had a lot of experience in, um, in organizing groups and, and events, um, uh, with, with nonprofits in, um, in the past. And, um, I, I, I loved, you know, like everything about the, uh, uh, the position and I was really excited about, um, making, uh, making para rowing, um, at the, you know, like recreational level. And then perhaps, you know, like the competitive level that isn't national or international to make that, you know, like, um, like fun and, um, and, and exciting. Um, so yeah, I had, I had a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, like ideas and I applied and, um, they offered me the position. And so now I am working full-time at CRI, uh, managing the, uh, para and, uh, military programs, um, as well as a uh, training with the high performance group. Um, so I spend um, a lot of time at that boathouse. <laughs> um, it is, it's definitely, it's definitely my, uh, my second home. And it was, it was easy transition into the position because I was already so familiar with, um, with the people and, you know, how, um, how so many things um, uh, worked. And I, I, I love being able to meet with, um, the athletes and, and listen to their goals and help them, um, you know, figure out ways, um, to, um, to, to meet them, help them, you know, figure out a plan. And, um, you know, I'm excited, you know, like to, to do events and, and to go to, um, and to go to regattas. Um, we just did a, a virtual, uh, crash B event, um, this past uh, weekend and we were, you know, cheering each other on and um, people got, got PRs and um, uh, people got, you know, like first and second and third place in, in their categories. And it was, um, it was really exciting um, to see people realize like, wow, like I made a big improvement, like over, you know, like my, my last, uh, my last, you know, like 2k. And um, so, so yeah, like that's, you know, like um, that, that's really, you know, like rewarding to, to listen um, to, uh, to, to listen to these people and to watch them grow. Um, and, uh, it, it, it's, it, you know, like, uh, reminds me of, you know, like where, uh, where I started and, you know, like how important, you know, like my, um, uh, my coaches and, and managers were, um, you know, like back then and, um, uh, and encouraging me, um, rowing is, is such, you know, like, uh, it, it's, it's a beautiful, difficult, um, sport. Um, but it is like, it's, it's so, um, 
it's a rewarding and it, it involves, you know, like it involves teamwork and you do it, you know, like solo. It's just so, it's so adaptable and you can do it inside and you can do it, you know, like um, uh, outside. Um, so yeah, see, seeing these people like come into the sport and, and, and see, see, see progress and, um, and, and really enjoy it and to be, be a part of that, like that is, it, it, it's so, um, it's so rewarding. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I hope to make others as passionate about rowing as, um, as, as I am. And I, I want to, um, I'm trying to, you know, create that, um, that excitement, even if, um, it doesn't matter, you know, like whether or not you go to the Paralympics or, or national, um, trials or anything, um, uh, like that, um, row, it can, rowing can be an activity that, you know, looks different for, um, uh, for, for, for everyone. Um, and, uh, it can, it can change lives. Like, um, even, even if you're not, uh, competitive and, um, so, so yeah, like I, I want to be, you know, like a part of that and to grow the sport, um, uh, you know, within, within the U S.